0: It's not a surprise.
1: Welcome to the Quantum Alignment Q&A, Humboldt series, where we traverse through an array of healing modalities to educate, empower, and excite our listeners on their path of holistic health and wellness. In sharing various practitioners' experiences and insight, we hope to cultivate a deeper relationship between one's true self, the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional bodies. Join naturopath, transpersonal psychologist, and cannabis therapy consultant, Dr. Pepper Hernandez in the Humboldt Quantum Alignment Series. And now, here is your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in. And we have a very special guest today. I am honored to have one of my best friends in the whole world, Joshua Hanna here. Josh is a health entrepreneur, an athlete, and a holistic health practitioner, a biohacker, among many other things. He's also what I consider a luminary light being. Joshua, do you have anything that you would like to add to that introduction? Because that's a very short one. but Because you do, since I've known you in, what, four or five years? We've been friends for that long. You do so many different things, not only with the community, um, but with the outreach, you work with cannabis, you work with the biohacking labs, you just do so much. So do you want to add something to that? Because that's like nothing compared to your real list of info. I mean, honestly,
2: I I feel like we can probably get into a little (laughs) bit of all of that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, currently, um, I'm working on, uh, building a, a public access biohacking laboratory. Oh my God, What what is that? So <laughs> a biohacking lab, I guess, would be a location uh, where you have a combination of all these different uh, health science-based modalities. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at the principle of biohacking in general, um, it's pretty much... The philosophy that everything that you do makes you weaker or stronger. Okay. And one of the challenges with health is that, like, overall health, spirit, like mental, emotional, physical, spiritual health, um, has so many variables. And you could have a healthy digestive system and be in a toxic relationship. Um, and you could have uh, a relatively balanced brain chemistry, but you could have a broken leg that's driving you crazy. So <clears throat> there's so many different uh, individual variables that, that basically create our over, the overall integrity of our health. Biohacking is essentially the art and the science of taking every variable into account and working towards the optimization of all systems in the body. And the mind. Okay. Um, So that
0: sounds very complex, right? I mean, you're, you're talking about some real like neuroscience geeking out kind of stuff, right? I mean, when you're talking about mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional health and doing it through a biohacking lab. So what kind of things are you talking about?
2: So... I guess that's the, I think that's where the term biohacking could be intimidating to some people. Where it yeah. Sounds, it some sounds... of our
0: listeners may be like, what in the world?
2: <laughs> it sounds so. But it's, it's
0: fascinating. Yeah. I mean, yeah I'm yeah. on your side. It's fascinating. But what are, what are those kind of things? Like what kind of things? Cause, and the reason I'm asking and digging is because I've been to your house <laughs> 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 and I know your whole entire living room and kitchen is devoted to this. And there's like some oxygen thing that you're, like a bicycle ride tell, talk, tell me about this tell so, me about these things because I know what they are but
2: yeah so talking about okay of. so so sort talking of. about variables <laughs> right so if we get if we look into variables and, and that's where the complexity sounds maybe intimidating at first um but we don't have to like you know like on an extreme end you could be looking at like the different precursors to neurotransmitters and all the things in neuroscience that are so complicated you know like what is every vitamin doing what is every mineral doing what are you deficient in right. but on the most on the on the on the more simplified scale you can look at like okay like how much sleep am I getting every night and if if there's if if your constitution really you need and an, you know 8 hours of sleep and you're getting 4 and then you're drinking coffee to make up for energy right. like that's a very obvious variable sure. so it's almost like when you think about biohacking, it, you, don't need to be, you don't need to have a background in neuroscience or even health sciences to be a biohacker. It's just making the choice, essentially, to walk down the path towards achieving your highest potential through um, tipping every variable that you can in your favor. And, and it can start with small steps, just like, you know, being disciplined and making sure you're getting enough sleep or you're taking time in your day to meditate. And I think I'm pretty sure that every listener on this show is listening because they want to achieve greater degrees of health. And it's just the, you know, it's every journey begins with the first step. So right. you just, it's really biohacking is essentially, you know, the, a, a path. Um, where you can take a there's no there's no limit to how many steps you can take. Okay. And if you can put a little bit into it, then it will for sure get you somewhere. But also if you spend the time and you, you know, get your, um, your microbiome analyzed and your genetic makeup analyzed and your blood analysis and you're, you're looking for imbalances in, in hormones, I mean, it's really the, on the extreme level of biohacking that I think is really intimidating for people it's essentially reverse engineering your biology. So you're looking at like, okay, like here I am in this body, and I have a brain and I have a digestive system and I have a heart and I have lungs and I have muscles and I have nerves and there's so much complexity to the system. Um, But when you figure out how it works and figure out all the steps that you can take to get a system working better, then essentially you can reverse engineer your biology so that you can reach the highest possible degree of health, uh, uh, health in all aspects. And basically the, the, uh, the integrity of right. the expression of your DNA, you know?
0: Okay. That makes it a little bit more palatable for people. Yeah. That is a really simple and clear explanation of what that is. But what are some of the different ways that we can go about that? I mean, you mentioned supplements, which that's, I'm going to definitely ask you about that because I want to know your supplement protocol. You have so much going on and you have, you, I think it's, every once in a while you just like make these little tweaks of, of what you're taking and, and doing internally but before we step into that I want to know some other ways that you're working besides just the nutritional portion yeah yeah
2: so like so as you mentioned so right now <clears throat> I'm I'm pretty deep in the development it's uh, for a for a, a, a public access biohacking laboratory right so the goal of this is to turn it into a um, into a retreat where people can come and, I will be there. And, really, <laughs> and and really and and really superhuman with you as my friend. <laughs> and really, whatever like whatever it is that that you want to improve, that you have the time in this space to where you can directly work on improving your mental health, physical health, if it's healing an old injury or working through a complex uh, psycho-emotional trauma. Uh, from basically for what it's it's going to be set up so that you can whatever project that you're working on in your own inner work, you can take it and immerse yourself in the healing and evolutionary and adaptive process within that. So currently, I think my biggest project is I'm pretty deep into research and development at creating this facility. Like you said, like yeah. some a lot of this stuff is at my house. Can
3: you
0: it. tell the listeners the things that I see when I come to your house?
2: So, okay. So you mentioned the, the oxygen hyper- equipment. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 so, yeah. oxygen equipment. Tell so me about that. So one of the things that I think, okay, so like there's fundamental levels of, of, uh, of what you need to improve health, right? Okay. So, like, if you look at the baseline requirements for what we consider health, is one is the function of the lungs, sure. right? Yeah, the, absolutely. The the uh, the metabolic process to where we breathe, we breathe and and convert oxygen um, <clears throat> into into a usable energy source in our body. So, um, oxygen is is really interesting to me. Uh, obviously, it's been used for quite a long time in hyperbarics I think the first thing that I was fascinated with actually when you came over to my house that one time I had a hyperbaric chamber
0: yes in your closet in
2: my closet (laughs) yeah it's true it's true
0: um you want to get in I was like what in the hell is that (laughs) 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 but I was totally open so yeah tell, tell the listeners what that is if they don't know and can you visually explain what this looks like because this is what makes it so funny
2: yeah so, so the hyperbaric chamber that, that you saw was <laughs> what's called a soft chamber or, okay, or, yeah. or, or, uh, or mild hyperbarics. Um, a traditional hyperbaric chamber in like a medical facility uh, is a big like like submarine looking type of kind of like metal uh, pressurized tube that you climb inside of. Right. Um, and those, those are at really, really high atmospheric pressures, the medical chambers. So a soft chamber at home uh, is definitely not the intensity of pressure that you go under while you're breathing oxygen in a medical chamber and Hyperbarics were initially used to treat uh, the bins was kind of the most popular use when people would uh, The what the bins okay, it's it's like What's like that? nitrogen poisoning like when you're oh, oh. I'm pretty sure it's nitrogen poisoning um, when you when you uh, when you're diving and uh, you, you come up too fast without decompression. Oh, I see. Um, so you can get, I think it's like, I, I mean, I, I could probably easily be uh, wrong here, but I think it's nitrogen, bubbles in the blood. Um, can we get a verification on that? Yeah,
0: verification. We got, <laughs> we got a couple wonderful, beautiful women sitting around,
2: swooning. The bends. <laughs> so the bends so um, so can obviously be a fatal condition and, and it, at minimum can cause brain injury, brain damage. Um so they were successfully using the hyperbaric chamber to increase levels of uh blood oxygenation and were able to successfully treat and reverse the effects of decompression sickness. Oh wow. Yeah. And so that was where a lot of the uh initial success with using it was. And then it became more of a medical panacea where they were seeing great success in treating uh like You know, like victims of like severe burns and increased tissue regeneration. Um, And quickly, uh, the hyperbaric chamber became a tool in regenerative medicine because of what increased oxygen does in the blood. So now it's something that's used to treat brain injury that's used in some cases in autism. Uh, It's used even in post-traumatic stress disorder because of how well the brain responds to increased levels of oxygen, Um, and it's used in Lyme's disease and and just in general uh, uh, healing from from really severe injuries. Um, So I learned of the mild chamber. Um, I was reading a story about uh, parents who were using it for their children with autism, because of This the, is the one you have in your closet. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. And
0: I didn't mean to interrupt you, but we um, have one of the ladies fact checking, and you are correct.
2: Okay. So <laughs> Great. we
0: give you a cookie after the show. Awesome. And have a gold star <laughs> too. You can have a golden star <laughs> if you like. Yeah, a cookie and a star. Okay, so moving on. So but this is the one that you used, this is the one you've used. And and yes. I want to know how you're how you've used it, but continue. Totally.
2: So yeah. I found out about it when I was I was researching hyperbaric medicine and then learned that they took the medicine technology and basically watered it down into something that you could use at home and so much lower degrees of atmospheric pressurization so it's it's a soft chamber it's made out of a polymer okay. uh, so that you climb inside of it and then an air compressor pressurizes it to I believe like somewhere around 1.3 ATA which is the level of pressure um, and then while you're in there you have a mask where you're breathing pure oxygen. Wow. Yeah and so Anyways, I was reading about the the parents who were using it for autism, and then that there's a, there's a lot of athletes who have started professional athletes who started buying them just to increase recovery time, uh, inter- like intermittently uh, throughout tra- their training processes, um, and to heal from injuries. And uh, so I got one. Is
0: that why you were using
3: it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was I was using it because I had I had an injury that I was working on healing and yeah I mean it works it works really well The, the hard part obviously is climbing, climbing into a little claustrophobic <laughs> tube) <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness. Which is why you didn't want to go. Well, I just had, it was foreign to me mm-hmm. and um, it was in your closet. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Which was the best place, that it was the most logical no, place for it. it was perfect. It, right? it was actually perfect because you had a big closet and it actually worked out really well in there. It was just very interesting for me. And um, yeah, so I chose not to do it. But now that I know all this that you're telling me and the listeners, I wish I would have. Do you still have that thing?
2: No, I actually, um, well, shoot. a friend of mine, a friend of mine, okay. uh, was really struggling with Lyme's disease. And so okay. I actually, I actually, uh, let it, let a friend borrow it and they bought it from me. And, <clears throat> um, I did that for, and you know, in, in one regard to help them through their process, but also yeah. I learned about something called, uh, EWOT, uh, which is an acronym for exercise with oxygen training or therapy. Um, Oh, and is that's that what your yeah bike thing totally is? so that's what you were talking about
0: yes okay yeah. so can you explain just very quickly on that one so, what that thing is because absolutely that is very interesting and if anyone was at Canifest last year
2: mm-hmm.
0: um you and I did the holistic tent yeah and you had that set up there correct
2: yeah to do just to show people <laughs> yeah for sure I think
0: only in the afternoon time did people actually get to utilize it but t- tell us a little bit tell the listeners just a little bit about what that is so and what it looks like because it is quite fun Oh, there's Riley Dog. He wants to be part of the show. Um, we'll have him get in a nice, comfortable
2: spot. Go ahead. So essentially, um, EWOT is a uh, just a variation in, 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 in like a hyperoxygenation therapy. So we're hyperbaric. You're using the increased pressure to basically to ramp up l- levels of blood oxygen saturation. Um, with EWOT you're not using pressure, you're actually just breathing the oxygen uh, through a surplus amount. So you take an oxygen concentrator and you fill up a big giant reservoir full of oxygen. Right. And then instead of using the pressure, you're using cardiovascular exercise to increase your blood oxygenation. So whereas whereas if you're in the tube and you have the chamber, it's like in that pressurized environment, your body uptakes uh, and metabolizes the oxygen at a much faster rate than if you're just sitting there huffing oxygen or something. Right. Um, but you can do something very similar through cardiovascular exercise. Okay. And I think that ultimately, like hyperbarics are a better choice for somebody that's really str- struggling from something and they need to be in a deep, relaxed type of more like parasympathetic state um, <clears throat> in their healing process. Whereas EWAT is a, a little bit more of an aggressive way. To use and a hyperoxygenation therapy because you're you know you're getting your heart rate up and the increase in heart rate uh, creates that demand for oxygen and then you're just like you're just breathing you're mm-hmm. breathing like I it think seems
0: like, like it's a little on the wild side
2: <laughs> it right
0: would, comparatively comparatively because you're yeah. like going at it you're on your little bike and you're breathing heavy and it it seems to me it would be for someone who is really maybe in more active.
2: Yeah, totally. Right? I think it's a, I think it for someone that's going through going through a cancer treatment or something really severe like you want to be in a passive state while you're utilizing oxygen for therapeutic purposes Okay. whereas if somebody's already really active and they're like in decent shape getting on the bike and increasing it's kind of like you like you're flushing your system with with a with a large amount of oxygen and uh but the effects that i've experienced through it have been remarkable especially for cognition Mm -hmm. um just getting that extra oxygen in the brain there's just something that kind of magical happens so i recommend it
0: you you are so fascinating Uh, you really are and you mentioned multiple things and i want to come back around to it um if you want to share and you don't have to because it's kind of going off script here but Mm -hmm. if you want to share you kind of talked about your recovery Mm -hmm. and I know that CBD cannabis has been a huge part of that right? Um, along with the biohacking. Is there anything that you want to share with listeners who may be going through that? And maybe tell if you would like to share your experience. Yeah. Um, because it's a fascinating one. And I do know that you're going to be featured in Emerald in mm-hmm. a couple I mean, maybe next month or something like yeah. that with the CBD athlete, uh-huh. that story. And so do you feel like sharing something about that?
2: Yeah. So I guess, you know, <clears throat> one of the greatest motivators in life is when we're confronted with uh, with adversity and challenge. You know, so uh, if we have a really serious injury, whatever it is, if it's a mental tra- mental emotional trauma, brain injury, back injury, whatever, there's there's uh, an opportunity to learn and to grow, or to become stagnant and to suffer. You know, and sometimes there's a little bit of both. But um, I have, I think, where I've become so adamant about my health practices and really reaching for higher potential is because of the degree of challenge that i've faced at different times um so i mean what i know you you and i are really close but to the audience um there's two specific challenges that i think really shaped the person that i've become um one was the fact that I uh, I suffered a, a pretty extensive spinal trauma. I fractured my sixth thoracic vertebrae, and prior to that, I was a really serious athlete, and I am now. But um, at at one point in time, it was very debilitating, and um, I had previously been a f- uh, fitness model and was really really um, took my my fitness and bodybuilding practices seriously. So to go from having the ability to do all these, you know, crazy acrobatic things that I could do—throwing backflips off stuff, and snowboarding, and surfing—and pretty much like having, um, having, uh, having been privileged to have a very athletic nature. Um, all of a sudden, I felt extremely limited, and um, I, I, I couldn't train the, one, the way I wanted to train. I couldn't do the activities that I wanted to do. I didn't feel comfortable uh doing any type of sports. I mean, when you have a spinal fracture, yeah. it's really scary. And I wasn't paralyzed, but I definitely like fractured a vertebrae and and had to deal with the the consequence of breaking my back. Um, so through that process, um, obviously when you have a bone fracture, especially in your spine, uh, you deal with a lot of inflammation. Um, and so pain and inflammation as a constant led me searching to at first options just to like treat the pain and to be able to like feel better. Right. And I'm not a fan of opiate drugs, painkillers, uh, any of the oxycontins or like any, I just didn't never, never wanted to go down any type of opiate path for, for treatment. And, um, I, this is part of what led me to CBD. Um, but I, I was explore, exploring a lot of things to reduce levels of inflammation in my body. And CBD, for whatever reason, for me individually, just seemed to work really well. Um, it's such a panacea for so many different conditions now. It seems like everybody uses it for, you know, every, like all kinds of conditions. But it seemed like a good match for me because i was dealing with pain and inflammation and healing um and and when i when i learned that cbd even is indicated in regeneration of bone tissue because of the way that it affects uh the certain receptors in your cells there was actually studies that were showing increases in bone density utilizing cbd and i was just like wow this is a seems like a great medicine um so i started exploring exploring that uh, as well as cannabis, and and it worked. It worked really well for me. Um, uh, and what, what else were you we gonna say?
0: Well, I was gonna ask you about how that was in combination with the biohacking, which is kind of what you've already mentioned, but also your supplementation um, you know, that combination of, of what you were doing during that time, I'd like to know, because there's yeah. a lot of listeners who may vibrate with that on that same frequency. Maybe they've hurt their back or they know someone that has. Totally. Um, so what were you doing at that time? And then I want you to update us on what you're doing currently. And, yeah. and how long ago was that, that that all happened?
2: That was, uh, about seven years ago. Okay. Um, so yeah. I mean, what were
0: you doing at that point To, I mean, as soon as it happened, obviously you, you backed off the weightlifting and yeah, all, all I just exactly. Just couldn't so
2: prior, prior to that, I was, yeah, definitely really into bodybuilding and strength conditioning. And, um, I think that I, I completely, st- there was a moment obviously where I just stopped all activity. Um, and then when I, when I learned what had happened, I was very fearful. And this is something that I think this is a big part of where my, where my fascination with the body comes from, uh, through overcoming challenges, but also seeing what's possible when you change your beliefs, right? Having a broken back, it's very easy to develop beliefs that are self-limiting, right? Now I can't, uh, now I can't bodybuild. Now I can't Surf now. I can't do all these things, and your mind is full of can'ts, right? But the
0: internal dialogue, yeah, exactly. You're, you're speaking of it because you went through it. Totally. So that means that there was a time frame where you actually listening. To oh that yeah, within yourself, there absolutely right? was, was. Probably there a is, dark time.
2: There was a time frame where I was I was really convinced of my limitation, and the problem with that is that it becomes a feedback loop, right? And you start to use through self limiting beliefs and internal self talk, then your your brain which your brain and your heart you know which i feel like are very much dictating what's happening in your body on a cellular level right it's like a master control station and so like if, you're, if your brain is entertaining the thought that you can't do something, then all the processes that need to turn on in order for you to recover and regenerate might be hindered, which, which is why I think you have a lot of people that are suffering from certain injuries for many, many, many years when if the cellular Cat memory issues. could kind mm-hmm. of become erased and regenerative processes could turn on in the body or it could be assisted through stem cell therapy or anything else, then I think it's very possible to have extraordinary recoveries from things that we don't even think are possible to recover from. And I'm living proof because like, as of right now, I think I called you actually like, a couple months ago, and I was like, wow, Pepper, I'm lifting like more yes. in the gym than I've ever lifted in my life. I'm literally stronger than I've ever been, and this is on the other side of a spinal mm-hmm. injury, a really serious spinal injury. So I had to go through an evolutionary process where I had the limiting beliefs and I worked through them, and basically, just uh, became so devoted to the possibility of yes, of yes, I can heal this. Yes, I can recover from this. Yes, I can do anything. And and when you look at certain people in history, like Bruce Lee is a great example. Like not everybody knows this, but before Bruce Lee filmed one of his uh, most his, his most famous film, Enter the Dragon, he was paralyzed. And I didn't know that. Yeah, he suffered an injury. He suffered a sacral injury and he actually couldn't walk so he spent a good amount of time laying in a bed writing one of his books wow. that was based on his process through being such an extraordinary individual with what he was what he was what he was capable of and then losing his abilities right and so he i mean he i mean definitely faster than me he was such an advanced being but he he did recover from his injury and and go on to to achieve extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. Um, so so possibility, is what I think I'm obsessed with.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, now I can see the whole... It's kind of the ribbon that's taking you through all of this. So that's why you're so into biofeedback. That's why you're so into, you know, neurology. That's why you're so into all these positive affirmations and thinking and just your reality and the way you live your life. And everything is now making so much sense to me. I mean, I've been your friend for years, but even to the listener, you know, oh, wow, that's, that's making a lot of sense. That's putting all of that together. So... If someone was in that situation, Mm -hmm. you know, we've talked a lot about uh, different things that can be done. What what was the the supplementation regimen that you would put someone on when they're dealing with something having to do with the spine specifically? And this was yours. Yeah, you know, every person's different. Yeah, and so, but what would a good suggestion be?
2: So, so there's two. So we're talking about uh, regenerative medicine here. We're talking about increasing the body's ability to regenerate tissue, whether it's bone tissue, nerve tissue, uh, skin. Obviously, heals really fast. Uh, then there's really slow healing tissues in the body, such as like when someone has uh, damage in their hearing, right? When they have like damage to the nerve cells in the inside of the cochlea, um, that those scientifically up until right now, people have actually every single doctor you ask for the most part will say, "Oh, those those cells are one of the cells in the body that doesn't regenerate." Yes, right? I've
0: heard that. I'm not that doctor. Yeah. But I have heard
2: that. But, but you yes. do see people mm-hmm. probably that yep. have suffered hearing loss and are suffering their yep. whole lives or that have tinnitus and it doesn't go away after a loud music concert or whatever. Yeah. So like there is a probability of whether or not it has to do with your beliefs or your ability to to activate regeneration. There's a, a high probability if you damage those cells, it's gonna be really hard or impossible, quote unquote impossible to regenerate. So that's no longer the case. Right now, um, in Right now in medicine, there's actually a company that's launching that has figured out um, a, a a compound that can be injected into the cochlea and saturates into those tissues and turns on the cellular regenerative process in those cells. That's what I want cells, to know about. Right, I so don't like, want
0: to know the company's name. I just want yeah. to know what in the world you're taking. Yeah,
2: <laughs> totally. So it, that's so that's uh, we can talk about that. We'll talk about that later. I, I believe it's called proge- progenitor... Uh, activation or something like that, but so, anyways, like the the fact that we're there in health science now, we're yeah. like, oh, this is impossible. You can't heal from this. That's no longer true now. Right. And with stem cells and with the 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 activation therapy that I'm talking about, like now we're in going into an era of health where the impossible is possible, and and they're able to take people with with late stage hearing loss. And, and, and work towards incredible exponential improvements in hearing. And this can also be done, just as another note to listeners, this can also be done through lasers, through cold lasers. Uh, cold lasers also can turn on a regenerative process in cells that that up until recently we don't think is able we're not think we're not able to turn on, um, and how this relates to my experience. I'm sorry, I, I sidetracked a little no, bit. No, it's okay. Um, I
0: I love everything that you're saying. I do want to know about the supplements because yeah, no, no,
2: no that's where I'm going. This
0: is a personal question. That's why I keep <laughs> digging at it. Yeah, is because you gave me a list. Side note, mm-hmm. you gave me a list of awesome supplements that I had never heard of, and that's me. I hadn't heard of them, and so you were on the cutting edge of that. And I want to know when, I want to know what the hell those are again. So. So based on, based
2: on, based on like knowing that we can regenerate, like we can regenerate uh, tissue that we don't think we can, right? So it doesn't matter what you think. It matters what you, what you're capable of and what you do and what you learn about. And, and even when there's, when it seems like something is possible, that there is a possibility likely, and if it hasn't been uncovered yet, it probably will be soon. Okay. So, but for me, um, what I did is I started modulating, the nutrients that I was taking, okay. right? So that was there was I mean there was a lot of variables, and this is where it's really related to biohacking. Is I started I started modifying all the different variables of what was going on inside of my body. Um, so one of the things that's great for spine injuries is invert is for me was inverting and decompressing the vertebrae, right? So I had a compression fracture, just like elongating your spine on on an inversion table that's safe and built properly that was one thing that was I feel like helpful at the beginning stages okay uh, getting a lot of body work just getting yeah. touch getting scar tissue broken up getting blood flow uh, just you like
0: still do that on a regular like almost a weekly
2: yeah okay. I, I yeah, was for a yeah, while I haven't recently you. but um, so yeah so so getting blood flow getting activation in that area. Um, I for for nutrients, obviously all the standard nutrients for for bone regeneration: vitamin K, calcium, magnesium, silica, boron. There's like a whole you know like some of your supplements here in your office. Actually, you have a bone formula that's really good. I do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, the so like, skeletal strength one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so amazing. so everything yeah. that's everything that's uh, in a comprehensive formula like that for bone regeneration. I also did a lot of collagen and bone broth. Bone broth was I'm something that was super that. helpful. Uh, uh yes. fish oils, um oils or, like your cellular like your the, your membranes in your cell, like they require, require oil. People, a lot of people are deficient in oils and healthy fats and they don't even realize it. So essentially I started, I was just doing yoga at first and modulating all the different nutrients I was taking until I started feeling progress. And then I used the word feedback loop before, right? Feedback loops are so important. And so whereas I had a feedback loop at one point, where this my my psychology and my point of reference psychologically was this can't be done there's scar tissue there's inflammation and it creates this self reinforcing uh, uh, feedback loop of limitation and this can't be done and I'm in pain and whatever. And, and it's and just consistently working. Exactly. So, so this yeah. is where the hacking thing comes out, right? So I kind of hacked my reality through changing variables into a feedback loop where my mindset, pro- you know, if Bruce Lee could do this, I can do this. Like I can do... That
0: had it taken a lot of courage though.
2: Yeah, I think there's always... You know, the healing-
0: confidence to do that, to break that loop, that internal dialogue that we hear. I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'm just giving you props on that. It took a lot of courage.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had help and yeah. you know, we spoke about some of these things at one point.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've had hours and hours know, and hours some... of conversation that yeah. all should have been recorded, by the <laughs> way, because some of that stuff, you know, was just incredible. Um, but yeah, I just want to give you props on doing that because I don't think that people that get through something so intense, I don't think they maybe get as enough, enough credit mm. when something
2: goes against the grain. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, really though. And I, I really do credit that to uh, feedback loops, right? So the feedback loop that I then started creating was one of of possibility and then reinforcing it by giving my body everything that it needed in order to metabolize those nutrients. And when I used the word modulation before, I mean the body's always the body's always modulating uh on a cellular level. So yeah. we have we have processes um we have processes such as catabolism where your body is uh is kind of like like cleaning out through catabolism your body is cleaning out old cells.
0: prana apana and through kind of thing, yeah
2: and right? through yeah totally yeah. in yeah. yogic terms yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then through uh through cellular geni- biogenesis your body is like growing new cells, right? So through through uh through through muscle growth like muscle muscle growth reinforces bone growth eventually getting back into bodybuilding i think was very helpful for me because when your body starts to grow through a process called um an, anabolism the anabolic muscle growth uh bone grows through uh through muscle tissue um creating tensioning patterns on it right so um so really just getting my body into a growth state also fasting So just modulating all those variables. Just done every single thing. Just everything. Yeah, just being totally committed to the process. And so I love this. You have
0: so much knowledge. You have like six, (laughs) seven thousand years of knowledge. But really, like some intense. You've put yourself first. You are the model of radical self-care, honestly, and a lot of people say that I am, but you really are because you've really dedicated all this time and all you've explored all these different possibilities just to see how it worked almost as a guinea pig, honestly, on your own body, but with um, a more of a scientific look. You know, you aren't just hitting or missing or guessing. We're going to take a break in just a moment.
2: Well, yeah, let's take a break, and then we can get back to it. Well, thank you. We yeah.
0: will. Okay, now here is a beautiful word from our wonderful sponsors. Thank you, guys. I'll see you in just a second.
1: Om Shala Yoga in Arcata, California, is Humboldt County's premier yoga studio. We offer daily classes and many styles of yoga, as well as sauna, massage, special events, expert teachers, and community. Our classes are appropriate for beginners and all levels of practitioners. Yoga is for everyone. Visit www.omshalayoga.com for our class schedule or for more information. Namaste.
3: Ah.
0: Welcome back, everyone. And just to remind you, we're we're here with Joshua Henna, who I love so very much. Thank you for being here.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: So in this part of our segment, we really go into some fun questions. And you've been feeding our heads with so much knowledge in the last half hour. And I definitely appreciate it. Um, These are a little more personalized. So any of the questions that you want to answer, you totally can. If not, that's fine too. But um, can you tell us and the listeners, like, What are some of your personal habits or your daily rituals that you've set up for yourself? Because you are such, and we've said this before, um, such a self-care, almost a radical, right? That's like your whole entire thing. And and I aspire to be more like you all the time. Um, So can you tell us what your personal everyday habits are that you live by? Yeah. I mean, if you want to share that secret knowledge (laughs) <laughs> Secret knowledge.
2: <laughs> well, I think some of the things that I do on a day to day basis um, are also the things that you do. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Do we share a bunch of the same? We maybe do. do we create we it do. at the same time? I don't know. Maybe okay, it's maybe. possible. <laughs> Let's see. I'll um, see. Yeah. I mean obviously meditation is yes. I think it's it's one of those things that if you can do it daily, you know, no matter how much technology you have access to and all of these fantastical things that I'm talking about you know the simplicity of meditation is fundamental to my life you know that's one thing that's that is I would say the thing that I have to do for myself every day that's wonderful yeah and typically typically I spend five minutes in the morning just to tune in with my breath sometimes I do uh, use a really simple form of technology with my morning meditation. It's called um, heart rate variability training. Oh, yes, yeah.
0: you introduced that to me three years ago or more. I yeah. love
2: that. It's such an easy thing to do. Yeah. You can use your smartphone. Um, there's essentially there's this wonderful scientific organization called HeartMath and they make these sensors, biofeedback sensors, that you can just attach to your ear, and it shows you through changes in your heart rate variability on your smartphone or iPad or whatever you have. Um, Just a really, really simple metric of how stressed out you are. So when you start the day, you can kind of tune in with the, the degree of coherence that you have in your nervous system uh, by looking at your heart rate variability pattern. So that's something that I integrate into my morning meditation, uh, if I remember to. But that's, that's something that's really nice to do every day because you can actually see the degree of stress that your nervous system is undertaking. And if you wake up in the morning and you're under a lot of stress, it's not a good sign. You wanna wake up in the morning and feel rested and relaxed. Um, so that's something I like to do in the morning. Um, throughout the day, I mean, as you can tell, I'm really committed to self-optimization. So I take a probiotic every day. Um, there's uh, a couple different ones that I like. I really like lactobacillus, plantarum, um, also fermented foods, but I typically kind of start the day with some type of probiotic or fermented food, um, just to keep my microbiome healthy, um and happy, friendly flora happy friendly me <laughs> exactly yeah right. so that's that's really obviously for digestion and uh and metabolic health having a really good a really happy digestive system is crucial so i'll start there um i eat a light meal in the morning i wasn't to intermittent fasting for a while but i've actually found that my energy levels are better throughout the day if i eat something solid like uh, i typically do like steel cut oatmeal, which is a very low glycemic carbohydrate with uh, MCT oil or some other uh, some other oil uh, for energy production. Um, and then I'll, I'll go for a light jog and then I'll usually go to the gym uh, and, and, and uh, get my weight training done. So yeah, so meditation, light meal, uh, strength conditioning, Um, and then a a little bit, a little bit of meditation after I'm, after I'm done training and then I'll, you know, get into my workflow for, for whatever, whatever it is that I have to do throughout the day. Um, and then, and then, yeah, winding down in the evening is.
0: What does that look like for you?
2: Well, so recently I just got, there is a piece of technology that I've really been enjoying. Um, and we could also link to it if you wanted to, but I actually just got this sound healing table. That um, it, it's basically this lounge. What? It's a it's a lounge with four subwoofers in it. Why haven't you that not are, invited me over to see I told that you about thing? Those. Oh, you have. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
0: I want to see that. Yes.
2: Please. <laughs> um. So it's uh yeah, it's called a sound lounge, and essentially, like, it has these. They're called tactile transducers, and they're actually they're almost like. Have you ever been in one of those like? Uh, racing simulators like a video it's like a video game thing and you're driving the car and you can feel the vibration in the seat yes so it's a specific subwoofer that's made to actually so that your body can can feel the vibration so uh it's called a transducer so it's a table and it has these four transducers in it and then you can you can put any type of music or sound frequency that you want through it and feel the vibration all throughout your body and so it's like a really deeply relaxing and restorative thing and um, I was taking Epsom salt baths in the evening such as you do for a while you actually really inspired (laughs) that that. but this has been kind of uh, something that I've been exploring recently is uh, in the evening time when I'm winding down, like just getting on the sound lounge and putting through some like really beautiful, relaxing, meditative music and feeling the vibration in the body. It's just a, it's a really beautiful way to I'm get huge. into a deep state of relaxation. I'm, I'm
0: big into, is it binaural beats? What binaural beats. Yes. Yeah. And you actually turned me on to that, but I'm huge into that specifically. And that was a project we worked on several years ago was specifically for each, chakra yeah right the root chakra sound mm-hmm. and so on and so on and then you want to tell us a little bit about that what the information that you have on those particular different sounds with the chakras as well as the fre- frequencies like the hertz frequencies i know we don't have a lot of time to get into that and we could talk for years on that yeah but just a little tidbit
2: yeah absolutely so I actually listened to that track that you recorded <gasps> through the Sound Lounge oh God, really? because the the Sound Lounge, what it does is that any that type of so like good. really low bass frequencies that you put through it, that's you know you can't list like it won't project loud or sorry, or sorry uh, high frequency audio through it. It's only subharmonic frequencies. So when we when we recorded that song, it was like this really low bass octave, and so <clears throat> that's what the table does, but. Um, having, having a subharmonic octave and like feeling that like deep bass vibrating through your bodies, as long as it's, you know, not overwhelming, you can kind of turn it down. It's nice. Um, but that in combination with binaural beats is what I've been using and, uh, binaural beats essentially for people that haven't tried it before, it's these, it's, uh, you, you want to wear headphones while you're doing it. And there's a left frequency and a right frequency. And so you have this kind of like um, like left-right brain effect going on, and there's been some there's been some good research that has shown that listening to binaural audio can actually change brainwave states. Because um, it's working
0: with the hemispheres of the brain and connecting that exactly, right? The neuropathways pathways exactly. within the brain. I mean, it's amazing
2: yeah. through 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 sound. And there's ways mm-hmm. to do that also with light and with uh, ne- with neurofeedback. Um, but that's just a really it's a really nice way to just kind of get uh, into a deep into a deep like you know there's there's ones that they make for for theta brainwave states where you can kind of entrain your brain into a certain frequency range with brainwaves. Um, but yeah, that's, 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 that's something I've been and It's kind of like a high tech, like Shavasana. Right. Almost. right. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, so that's With Shavasana,
0: you have, well, with the Kundalini Shavasana, mm-hmm. you do the gong. There's the gong meditation, yeah, totally. which is that sound therapy. Getting so the vibration into your same, body. Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. Along same lines. It's like a high
2: tech way of doing it. Right. That,
0: yeah. So it sounds like you just gave us the superhuman recipe. Right, So the meditation, the probiotics, light therapy, um, stimulating with sound, Mm -hmm. doing strength training throughout the day, all of these different things that you're doing. Anything else that we need to know? Because this is like this mixed cocktail of amazingness.
2: Juicing is one of those things. I mean... I mean, both of us—we live for you. totally. It's we live our life with really like wanting to optimize, always. and so yeah. there's there's so many different things we can do throughout the day. You know, meditation yeah. is totally fundamental. It's like if you're not gonna, if there's one thing you're not gonna miss, like don't miss your meditation because it's where you really check in with what's going on inside of your body and start to develop those positive or negative feedback loops. And it's
0: as important as your juicing or as your turmeric tea or, you know, or your bone broth or your positive thing. They're all pieces of this superhuman recipe. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
2: totally. So. So, yeah. And then, yeah, juicing all the different nutrition stuff, making sure you get enough protein and fat and there's all the basics. But, yeah.
0: I love you so much. (laughs) I do. I just love you. You're an amazing human being. Um... If you were to give the listeners your life mantra, right? And this is just a question that we ask on our show. Um, the one that you kind of live by, one that's encouraged you mm-hmm. or pushed you forward in some way, uh, what would you share with us?
2: So I mentioned uh, the influence of Bruce Lee oh, earlier in the, the conversation. Mighty, mighty Bruce Lee. Yeah, totally. Right, right. Okay, Such okay. an amazing okay. human being. I feel like, Um, he's an inspiration for a lot of people. Um, what he, what he accomplished with his life and, and what he showed to, um, our species as far as like overcoming challenges and accomplishing the impossible. He's just a phenomenal, he was a phenomenal character.
0: I just keep getting this vision of this little man who's extremely like cut, Oh, yeah. Right, just very, so very. Sh-
2: just shredded. Sh- yeah, yeah. <laughs> shredded is the word. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say trim
0: and fit, but shredded. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: But he, he had a there's, a, there's a Bruce Lee quote that uh, has had, a, had a, 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 a great effect on me. And that is. Share it with us. <laughs> Share it. <laughs> if you always put limit on everything you do, physical or anything else, it will spread into your work and into your life. There are no limits. There are only plateaus. And you must not stay there. You must go beyond them.
0: Whoa, that is like... That's emotional. (laughs) Wow, that's a good one. Like, I'm feeling emotional about that one. That's a really good one. We may have to take another break. for No, I'm playing. But no, that's really... So tell me what that's meant to you. That's powerful.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, it means essentially in our in our life right there's every single human being goes through a developmental continuum so when when we're born we don't really have a a personal identity you know we're just we're just like sponges uptaking the world around us and when we grow into adolescence we start individuating from our parents and from um our environment and wanting to become our own little identity Um, so so in the developmental continuum you start you start developing a, an identity for yourself whether you're an athlete or a punk rocker or whatever you you find yourself um with with what if some-
0: you're a punk rock athlete i'm sorry that just, it just came it just th- it was my thought i'm sorry
2: <laughs> then you'd be henry rollins <laughs> um sorry <David. laughs> throw you off, um but yeah so like so in the continuum of your life, you create identities for yourself. And what we we're talking about earlier is how many people have self-limiting beliefs, right? Right. So that's a developmental stage. It doesn't mean that you can't transcend that. It just means that that's where you are currently. And so when it when it comes back to biohacking, what what how this relates to that quote for me is wherever wherever you are right now, um, there's there's this twofold process of accepting yourself and loving yourself for who you are. Um, and not resenting yourself for the limits that you've put on yourself. Um, but then at the same time, also seeing the higher potentials that you have for yourself, whether it's increasing your physical fitness or your your mental aptitude or your degree to handle stress. There's so many ways that we can improve in life. And um, I think that's what Bruce Lee is talking about when he says there are no limits. There are only plateaus. And you must not go. You must not stay there. You must go beyond them. So it's kind of like accepting yourself for where you're at, and then working towards uh, actualizing your highest potentials. Or in you know spiritual language, the high, the higher self, be- yeah. becoming the higher self, and always adapting and redefining what that is.
0: You, you kind of answered that the question I had as you were speaking was like, where does that come from?
2: I think that it's something that we we cultivate. You okay. Know? I think there's that
0: there's a tangible answer yeah, for me. Yeah. I think
2: I think that it's something that that we that we cultivate um, by by taking actions. And even okay. Bruce Lee says in his book uh, that he wrote while well, he was paralyzed. Uh, he was just unable to get out of bed and he he really expressed the challenges that that he faced and and the lapses in his own self-confidence, you know. So I think that we're all human. Um But it's it's through making the choice, you know, through will human will to like know that you want to evolve. And I think that all of this is really being a biohacker is living at the cutting edge of evolution. Right. It's being totally committed to your own evolutionary process, uh, which is always adaptive Uh, adaptation and evolution really go hand in hand. So you take where you are and you evolve and you adapt and you grow. And I think it's based on the the deep desire to do so. But that's, I mean, that's our nature.
0: Right. I just hope that something that's been said today in our hour together, that it will spark someone um, who's maybe having that place within themselves. Maybe they're having a hard time here or there. And they needed that little bit of fire, right? And hopefully that something's been said, because you've said some amazing things today. Um, So, Joshua. (laughs) I have a question for you, and I would like for you to tell me something that no one knows about you, and I know I know a lot about you specifically, Um, but something no one knows about you, and I promise you I won't tell anyone.
2: Okay. As long as you don't tell anyone. I
0: won't tell anyone, and Candle, she won't tell anyone, and neither will Riley. Okay. Tell me something juicy, but I want juicy.
2: Yeah. No, totally. I, I, um... Back some layers. Nobody knows (laughs) that whenever I get a chance, I strip down buck naked. Oh my god! And hang out (laughs) at the beach.
0: Is this a true statement? Oh, yeah. You're at Baker's, aren't you? I was there yesterday. At Baker's? College Cove. (gasps) Really? Yeah. What day do you go? Because I go to Baker's on Tuesdays. Really? Yeah.
2: Okay. I didn't know that about you.
0: Well, Joshua, there are certain things that you just don't know
2: about me. Likewise.
0: <laughs> well, it's getting late in our show, and it, no, I've noticed that the chocolate is now out, and I have a fun deck of wisdom healing cards. Oh, wonderful. hmm This is the part of our show that we ask you to pull a card, okay. and I'm going to shuffle them for you. Does this feel like something you want to do? Oh, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I knew you were game for anything, so cards... Chocolate, naked bodies on beaches. This is gone in a whole different direction. Um, okay, so basically, what I'm gonna have you do <clears throat> is just run your hands over the card, or you can just pick them because they're color coordinated. See how pretty they are.
3: Okay. Let I me mean, pick
0: one. And if you feel, I want you to read it aloud. And then what we're going to do is we're going to see if that card resonates with you, a particular message. So would you like to read it to our listeners?
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the card is Break Negative Habits. Okay. And it says, Be cognizant of one negative practice you engage in that causes you to lose power and work on changing that situation. This could be thinking negative thoughts, overeating, or being constantly late. Your goal is to recognize that modifying or releasing unproductive habits can be challenging and even unpleasant, but it's essential that you do so. Wow. And I feel like... How does that
0: resonate with you?
2: That's biohacking.
0: Oh! <laughs> so,
3: good. Right? so good. So good.
0: So good. It is. It is. What a perfect card for you to choose. It's all feedback loops. Yeah, it's perfect. Positive
2: feedback loops or negative feedback loops.
0: Thank you so much, seriously, for every single thing, not just in in this show, but just being a good friend to me in real life as well.
3: Oh, you're so welcome. But
0: just for all the knowledge that you've dropped on everybody today, you luminary light being you. (laughs) I love you so much. Thank you for being here. So tell us how we can get a hold of you. How can we contact you? You've, done, you've given us so much information to kind of digest and process. How can someone contact you if they need to and, and what outlets? Because I know you're all over social media. You have multiple projects happening. You are doing you know, articles and radio shows and, and podcasts and you know, speaking events. And, and you're just all over the place. Tell us a little bit about how we can connect with you.
2: So there's two, the two easiest ways to uh, connect with me would be through uh, www.holistic-evolution.com, which is a media platform that I created, um, or www.metahuman.com, M-E-T-A-H-U-M-A-N.
0: Fantastic. I love you. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you so much.
2: Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: And for you listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, I am your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez, and I hope that you have a magical, wonderful day. Let's try to make this your very best week ever.
1: This episode has been brought to you by America's favorite breakfast food, pancakes.